BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting my pillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, Sydney Powell Explosive. This, ladies and gentlemen, is our World War III. We're fighting it right now. The Patriots versus the Marxist cabal. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger time, Report. A time before cable. When the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. In the exact same election where they were elected, and yet still, I believe, and perhaps Mr. Biggs can correct me if I'm wrong, I hear him not even to be accepting the results of this audit which say that Joe Biden got more votes than were lawfully reported by the state. And so well, the, the gentleman yield, you've called me out and asked if I would respond. I'm happy to respond. Yes, but by all means, do you accept the uh, do you accept this audit, which showed that Joe Biden won and indeed by more votes than that is not what the audit results. concluded, Mr. Raskin. You know better than that. Have you read the whole audit or you cherry picked the line which talks about the recount versus the tabulation machines? That we would have expected to be very similar, and it was. And so, anything that might have inured to President who, who Biden's won the election effect is my question, Mr. Biggs. I'm happy to yield to you for that. Who won the election in Arizona? Donald Trump? We don't Trump? know because the as the audit it demonstrates very clear, clearly, Mr. Raskin, there are a lot of issues with this uh, election that took place. We're going to go through those today. But you can continue, okay, speaking of the we'll big lie, you can continue to perpetuate it as long as you want. But we're going to find out. Madam Chair, there is the problem that we have. Uh, Donald Trump refused to accept the results. And unfortunately, we have one of the world's great political parties, which has followed him off of the ledge of this electoral lunacy. Stop the tape. Lunacy. That's kind of where we are as a republic right now. We're in cuckoo land, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, as led by one of the chief cuckoos, this Jamie Raskin nutcase Marxist from Maryland. See, what's happening here is the Republicans are fighting by one set of rules and the Democrats are fighting by another set of rules. And this has been happening for many, many years now, possibly decades. Started 
devolving into this situation in the 1990s with the election, more or less, around the time the election of Bill Clinton, where the Republican Party allowed the Democrat Party effectively to rewrite the rules and elected a rapist. Can we say that? Yes, we can, because we're not on YouTube. A rapist to the White House, and the Republican Party effectively allowed that to happen. And then the Republican Party laid down and effectively allowed a communist, an outright Marxist communist, to the White House in 2008. Same thing. Look at who they put up against Barack Obama. He didn't have a chance. And then 2012, the same thing. The lunatic from Utah didn't have a chance against somebody who will go out like this Raskin guy and lie and just lie to the American people and know that the stenographers in the mainstream media the accomplices in the mainstream media will simply regurgitate what Raskin says and ignore what Andy Biggs. Andy Biggs is putting up a, yeah, it's a decent fight. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? This is the fight for our lives. This is our World War III. And we don't even know we're in the midst of it, most of us. I do. I realize this is the fight for the, the heart and soul of the Republic and the future of this country and my daughter's future, and the future of my progeny in this country, and all of our future, your children, your grandchildren. This is the fight for our lives. It is not fighting in a far-off land called Vietnam or Korea or anywhere in Asia, not in Europe. It's not being fought. It's not a Cold War against some foe called the Soviet Union. We're not fighting Cuba. We're not fighting even China at this point. Although China is playing a role in this, make no mistake, our enemy is from within. This is an asymmetrical war that is being fought on our soil right now. And yes, China is playing a role. The only question is, to what degree? And how many politicians have been bought off by the communist Chinese? paid off by the communist Chinese on both sides of the aisle, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I would say at this point, a blanket statement, trust no one in Washington, D.C. And people will say, well, what about Ted Cruz or what about Mike Lee? I'm sorry. They're human too. I don't know if they've been corrupted. I pray to God they haven't. I pray to God the good people like Louis Gohmert are good through and through. I'm not accusing anybody of the aforementioned of any malfeasance. I'm just saying we've got to operate from the position where we can trust no one in Washington, D.C., from the president, Congress, on down, straight through the swamp, of course. And this is why I have argued for years and years now for term limits, not just for Congress and not just for the Supreme Court, by the way, but for all of the swamp, all of Washington, D.C. I want to make public service a public service again. Make being a public servant a public servant again. Instead of sitting back and collecting a six-figure salary with 40 days off a year, paid. Nobody in the private sector has that, not many anyway. Although the government now has distorted the private sector to the degree that we have never seen what we've seen in this country. 
job production is so low at this moment, hiring is so low, yet everywhere you go where I live, there are help wanted signs. Could you explain this one to me? Well, it's pretty simple. The government has distorted the free markets. The government has corrupted many, many workers. And we're talking millions of workers in this country. As my friend said, this is effectively what guaranteed income looks like. I was in need of hiring someone to uh, work an event for just four or five, six hours, guaranteed $20 an hour, can't find anybody. Can't find anybody. Went online to look for job openings that are similar. There's thousands of jobs out there. There's thousands of openings out there. Yet we see people standing on the street corner begging for money. We're completely distorted. Help wanted signs at major construction sites. Can, could you believe that? Can you believe that? This is not like the 1980s when we had an economy. Yeah, there were plenty of jobs. But it wasn't distorted where people were staying home and collecting government money or staying home and doing Uber Eats delivery. You know, that is a job. But what's more important, filling a construction job or having some dummy, no offense, some dummy run around in their electric car delivering meals to people, meals on wheels. <laughs> we're, we're a mess as a society right now. Not all of us, not everywhere, but in particular, these blue states. So we are in World War III right now, ladies and gentlemen, and Raskin is the enemy. Make no mistake. He is the enemy. Nancy Pelosi is the enemy. Chuck Schumer is the enemy. Joe Biden is the enemy. The entire corrupt Marxist Democrat Party is the enemy. And there are elements within the Republican Party who are the enemy as well. So we have our work cut out for us. And I'm going to be talking to Sidney Powell about this in just a moment. And I want to remind you, this program is brought to you by MyPillow. You go to MyPillow.com. Please put in Ledger in the promo code box. You'll get up to 66% off. They've got all kinds of things. Getting ready for Christmas here. Here it is October, ladies and gentlemen. Getting ready for Christmas. So, uh, and, it's, and the weather is turning already. So buy those socks and buy the pajamas and all that. Ledger in the promo code box. Also buy Relief Factor. Uh, if you dial the number, do we still call it dial? I don't know. Uh, dial the number 833-425-7246. I call it dial, not the soap, the rotary phone. I love watching movies from the 70s and the 80s where they still have a rotary phone. 833-425-7246 and they'll give you a starter kit. I just took some Relief Factor about an hour ago and it works. I have... Thumbitis. I don't know what it's from, from golf, from lifting at, uh, at the gym. I don't know, but uh, I've got something there, and it helps. Also, I want to remind you, we're partnered with Red Voice uh, Media, redvoicemedia.com. Please uh, go to their website and check out. Um, this is one of the things I've been telling people, and it's, it's very important, and that is we have to stick together. The red states and companies within red states and people within red states have got to stick together. People who live in blue states who are patriotic, constitutional Americans need to support the red states. If you want to try and fix what's going on in your state, God bless you. Um, on my website, GrahamLedger.com, I've had a plan to fix California on there for quite some time now. 
And nobody in California, listen, mine's not the only plan. It's not the greatest plan. I'm not saying it is, but it's a plan. And it doesn't involve the Republican Party. It can involve the Republican Party. It involves any Californian or anybody outside of California who would like to fix California using the Constitution in California, bypassing the legislature, bypassing all politicians for that matter. The fact that the signatures were gathered um, for the recall, that was a debacle because now you have created a Marxist with a mandate. I'm not going to get into that, but the fact that the signatures were collected, um, that's the manner in which you could fix California. That's my method. I'm not going to go into it. I'm just saying I have a plan. There needs to be a plan for California. There needs to be a plan for New York. These states are gone, ladies and gentlemen. And what I'm telling you is abandon, either abandon them and try and shore up the red states. This is the battle plan, okay? Abandon these blue states and shore up the red states. Because the Marxists have a plan for Florida. The Marxists have a plan for Texas. And if we don't defend these states, we're going to lose them. And if we lose Florida and or Texas, it's over. So you want to try and fix California? Fine. But those of you who don't, get the hell out. You want to try and fix New York? Fine. But those of you who don't don't have the gumption, get the hell out. You know why? Because your tax dollars are feeding the beast. There is no plan to fix these blue states that have gone off the constitutional ledge. I don't believe in our lifetime California is fixable. I don't believe in our lifetime New York is fixable. I don't know about Illinois. I know that the the concentration of Marxist power is in Chicago. And outside of Illinois, there are good people. So maybe Illinois is worth fighting for. I don't know. You tell me. But Oregon is gone. That's why I call it Oregon. It's gone. It's not fixable. Washington is gone. I have friends who are thinking about moving to Washington who are patriots, conservatives. Are you out of your mind? In your lifetime, this entire West Coast, including Hawaii, Hawaii, is not going to be fixed. There needs to be a long-term game plan. World War III is being fought long-term and short-term. Short-term in our lifetime, we've got to shore up the red states. Long-term, there's got to be a battle plan to reclaim the educational system in the aforementioned states or it's never going to change. Never. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. That's what's going on in these blue states. Now, back to the matter at hand. Part of the formula to fix this republic, of course, is what we talk about with Sidney Powell and we talk about with what's going on in Arizona and the audit. And you just heard Andy Biggs trying to... Look, the audit did not count the votes. And this is the problem with the auditors. They should have never come out with this total that was close to the election race. That's not the purpose of the audit. The audit uncovered that somewhere in the neighborhood of 9,000 votes, mail votes, were counted 9,000 more than were sent out. Excuse me, but that's a problem. The audit discovered that information has been purged. The audit discovered that these machines indeed were hooked up to the internet. This should be 
wall-to-wall -wall banner news in the mainstream media, but of course it's not because they're part of the problem. They're part of the Marxist cabal. Go back to 19, excuse me, go back to 2006, I believe. I'm trying to find the date on this video. I don't necessarily have it. I'm just guessing. It looks like 2006. A gentleman by the name of Clint Curtis in 2006, around there, was testifying before Congress. Jerry Nadler's in this video. Max Watts in this video. He's testifying before Congress about how he was employed by a Tom Feeney, labeled one of the most corrupt politicians, a congressman out of Florida, one of the most corrupt politicians in history. Feeney came to this guy, Curtis, and said, hey, can you write a program to rig an election? This is his testimony from just a few years ago. Roll tape. Mr. Curtis, are there programs that can be used to secretly fix elections? Yes. How do you know that to be the case? Because in October of 2000, I wrote a prototype for President Congressman Tom Feeney at the company I worked for in Oviedo, Florida, that did just that. And when you say just, did just that, it would rig an election? It would flip the vote 51-49 to whoever you wanted it to go to and whichever race you wanted to win. And would that program that you designed be something that elections officials that might be on county boards of elections could detect? They'd never see it. Mr. Would you answer that question once again? They would never see it. So how would such a, such a program, a secret program that uh, fixes the election, how could it be detected? You would have to view it either in the source code or you'd have to have a receipt and then count the hard paper against the actual vote total. Other than that, you won't see it. Joining me now is attorney and freedom fighter and also the CEO of DefendingTheRepublic.org, Sidney Powell. Sydney, if you had said to Americans maybe just a couple decades ago that it switching votes and predetermining the outcome of elections um, was possible, they would probably say that's a crazy, fantastic movie script. But here we are now in 2021, um, replete with the internet, replete with all kinds of high-tech devices that you and I don't even know about, replete with software that exists that most of Americans don't know about. In fact, this is real, that votes can be switched real time and elections can be rigged and the American people need to know this so we can deal with it. That's exactly right. I've been absolutely horrified at the pieces of the puzzle that have come together in the last month as I've been digging into all of this more, thanks to Dominion having sued me for $1.3 billion and Smartmatic having sued me for $2.7 billion mm -hmm. and Eric Coomer in Colorado suing me for I don't even know what. Uh, so, yes, I have been digging into it uh, a lot more deeply and troublingly found just this past week, thanks to a fellow patriot, a video of uh, Curtis, um, I can't remember his last name right now, but a gentleman who was testifying in front of the House Judiciary Committee on a field trip to Ohio in 2004 about him having been approached for the 2000 election to write an algorithm that would not be able to be detected to alter votes and flip the election 51-49 for a particular candidate. So there you go. This guy's name was Clint Curtis, uh, by the way. Yes. Um, Thank you. And so when we look at this, I want to get back to that in a minute. I want to go first to what you discovered um, 
I guess in your discovery process, if you will. Um, no, it's just me digging. <laughs> in the DOD has a program or had a program that could literally change the course of elections, switch votes real time, uh, but also predetermine the outcome, correct? Yes, we found another patriot found a patent that the U.S. Army had funded, issued a grant to fund for a university in New Jersey that developed a process to create an algorithm that would weight votes according to however, whoever is operating it thinks they ought to be weighted and predetermine the outcome of an election, which I was just mortified to see that. Now, and also, can... go ahead. Also, a Department of Defense uh, patent with NIH, which made no sense at all, the National Institute of Health, yeah. to inject false voter identifications and votes into our voting system and allow remote access and a central server and everything that is the recipe for disaster that we have today. Now, we don't know that this is in use, but we know it's out there in circulation. And who knows? Maybe it's been built upon. Maybe there's a superior uh, software out there now that other entities uh, are using. But the fact that you discovered this is important because it exists, number one. And number two, it exists from within our government. Now, you could say, why would the federal government, Department of Defense, want to get involved in an election? I suppose, you know, if you're in Cuba and you want to predetermine the outcome so they have democracy, I suppose you could maybe make that argument. Some people might say it's okay. I don't necessarily believe that. But the bottom line is our government is involved in this to a degree. We know this because of your discovery. Yes, and it's extremely troubling. To me, Graham, the biggest question for the last six months or more since the election actually in November has been, why isn't the government doing anything about this? Yeah. Why isn't the Department of Justice, even under Trump, investigating this massive election fraud that's obvious to anybody that understands mathematics or statistics at the level of a fourth grader? Which brings and us back to that video you were talking about. That was exactly I shot it's because in, in they all know. Yeah, the they, politicians know. They I, know. I, I think in that video, I saw Maxine Waters and some other familiar faces. Jerry Nadler. serving. Nadler, yeah. So yeah. they know about this, um, which, which brings us um, to uh, our situation in Arizona, which is crucial, and, and potentially the other states. You know, it, of course, the mainstream media poo-pooed the results of the, of the audit, uh, which is still going on, by the way, and we still need to support, and we still need to know what's coming. Uh, in terms of, uh, for example, the routers and the information stored on the routers, which is going to be very important. But we did find out in the audit, which is completely ignored by the mainstream media, that these computers were hooked up to the Internet and they weren't supposed to be, number one. And number two, they're for example, made to be hooked up to the Internet. It's in the patents that Dominion has. It's in the patents for all of the equipment that they are hooked up to the Internet. That's the only way they can transmit the election results. How, how? And what I think really has to be dis discovered is that there is a secret server that all the votes go to where they manipulate the heck out of it. And if you look at Dr. Frank's work, he figured out the encryption key for each of the states. He's still working on some of them, but I think he's through with half of them that shows the exact algorithm that was that was run. 
for each state. So they inflated the voter database, injected it with false voters, and used those to create the vote outcome they wanted. Makes sense, right? But but yep. the books don't balance in Arizona. And again, that was ignored by the mainstream media. In other words, there were more votes cast than there were uh, registered voters. And so this is this, the smoking gun that hopefully we can expose and we have to expose. How far are you in your discovery process uh, with, with the Dominion lawsuits? Are you 10 percent? We haven't even you... started it yet. Mm. We haven't even started it. Everything I've found so far has been open source or a patriot who cares about the country out there has sent me something they've found. Are you and going in fact, to, I have suggested, Sydney, to when I talk to the senators in Arizona, the state senators, that they could declare potentially eminent domain on Dominion software and, and all that transpired in the 2020 election. Um, and then they could claim it as their own and, and get the information. You are going to do that in a sense through discovery, right? You'll be able to ask them and technically, you know, through the courts are going to have to comply, for example, where is this mainframe? Does this mainframe exist in Germany or where does it exist, right? You're after that kind of information, correct? Yes, we need to know where their servers are and, and what they're doing with them. And we need the data from them and we need the data from the machines. But they're going as fast as they can right now, everywhere they can, to completely revamp the machines with new software that erases everything that shows what they did. They did that in Mesa County, Colorado. Thank goodness the county clerk there got a copy of everything before they did it. And so there can be a comparison made of that that's being litigated in that county in Colorado now. Excuse me, you're an attorney, but you tell me, isn't that destruction of, uh, of evidence? Isn't that a crime? Yes, uh, you know, if we had an active Department of Justice and a criminal investigation going, it would be obstruction of justice. In the civil context, it's called spoliation of evidence. And it means that we're entitled to the presumption that everything we said they did is correct. So you've and got their to cases do this. should be dismissed just for the spoliation. Their suit against me should be dismissed just for their spoliation of evidence. Can you go to the uh, states, for example, the attorney general in uh, Arizona is going to pursue this purging of information, a.k.a. wiping it clean, Hillary Clinton, destroying evidence. There was a destruction of evidence just days, maybe hours before the audit information was turned over to the audit team. Uh, the AG is going to pursue that. Can you go to the attorney general at state level with this kind of information? They can pursue it against Dominion? I don't think so. We haven't taken that tact yet, but I know other people have brought it to his attention already, and he should be looking into it very seriously. There ought to be a grand jury on that right now. There ought to be. There ought to be a blue yeah. ribbon congressional panel, but but it doesn't exist. Do you, in your heart and, of heart. The reason I think it doesn't exist, Graham, is because there's so much government involvement and so many politicians and so many levels know that this is how the game is played. Yeah. And if they don't play the game that way, they're not going to be in office. And in the end, the American people are asleep at the switch. You know, there's a there's a and parallel. Totally screwed. Yeah, there's a parallel here, isn't there, between what's happening with the farce and the political response to COVID, a simple virus that has a 99% survival rate, yet the sheeple are complying to whatever government says. Not everyone by any means, but it seems to be almost a majority, somewhere around at least 50, maybe 60, 70% of Americans are, are abiding by these draconian anti-constitutional attacks. And at the same time, we have our franchise under attack 
Um, and in this case, it's the American people that aren't really paying attention here. Yeah, they have, they have got to sit up and take notice of what's going on here, because if we're not at the brink, we might even be over the brink already and are going to have to climb back up out of a hole to try to fix this country and restore our republic. Can you get a stay and, and prevent Dominion from destroying evidence? Um, I wouldn't want to comment on that right now. Okay. All right. There certainly should be one. I understand. So bottom line here, are you optimistic at all? Is there a, 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 an avenue of bright light uh, anywhere, um, whether it's COVID or the election process or your Dominion uh, discovery process? Is there hope and, and, and can we uh, support that hope? Yes, we are getting to the truth more every day, and I encourage everyone to sign up for our newsletter, our free newsletter at defendingtherepublic.org and at sydneypowell.com, and send it to everyone you know by direct email. Now, they've already kicked me off MailChimp, both me as my law firm and me as Defending the Republic, and took me off Twitter immediately, and they're doing everything they can to suppress anybody even getting to our websites. It's amazing the power of the massive media now to do that. But uh, we're still fighting. We're going to keep fighting. We're getting ready to file a new case today on behalf of some very important people in the armed services about the COVID vaccine, and that should be imminent. And we're working on behalf of the January 6th defendants. We only have six lawyers in our core group, but we are all working 20 hours a day, seven days a week, and just doing all we can to fight for the Republic and, our, and the individual freedoms that were enshrined in our constitution. Awesome. I mean, this is what I encourage people to do, but fight their own battles in your own, backyard in your own neighborhood and your own expertise your expertise you're an attorney uh, maybe it's in the grocery store where you need to take a stand for your liberty uh, maybe it's your church whatever but the american people who care about the constitution who care about the future of this country who care about freedom and liberty have got to stand up now because in a sense uh sydney i think you would agree with this this might be our world war three it's an, it, or our civil war part two or maybe both combined yeah, I think you're right. It's certainly an information war. It's a war against our liberties. And everybody's going to have to stand up and stand strong to protect our freedoms. This is an asymmetrical war, but nonetheless a war. And if you want to help uh, support Sydney and her efforts and all that she's doing is defendingtherepublic.org, defendingtherepublic.org. Please keep us uh, informed, Sydney. Thank you. I will. Thank you, Graham, for all you're doing, too. Now. We want to fight Joe Biden and company with this vaccine mandate, which is wholly 100% unconstitutional. Yes, put up that fight. Fight it to the death. I am. But remember, the vaccines, so-called, are only the shiny object right now. The Marxists play the shotgun approach to taking over this republic. So they have multiple maybe hundreds of pellets out there attacking, shooting at, shooting, trying to shoot holes in the United States Constitution. Think climate change. So today it's the vaccine mandate. Tomorrow they're going to mandate you have an electric car. The only problem is, of course, what is a, a large percentage of the electricity generated in this country produced by? Oh, petroleum. It's ignorance, ladies and gentlemen, not to mention diving into the actual numbers about so-called global warming and this crap about 
CO2. We cannot live without CO2. But apparently that's not being taught in schools. Apparently young people are not being taught that when you exhale the CO2, it feeds the plants and keeps the plant matter alive. We wouldn't be alive without plants because the plants produce the oxygen. Are they teaching that in school? So my point is, it's a shotgun approach. Yes, fight these battles, but you can't fight them all. Pick your battle, just like in a marriage, right? Pick your battle and fight it. Fight it to the death. And remember, you want to do so through these stronghold red states. Now, if you live in a blue state or a purple state and you want to fight from there, that's your choice. But I'm just telling you what Patton would do. Patton would not fight a losing battle. Pick your battles. You want to try and fix California, but you don't know how. And if you think fixing California means just electing good people to the legislature, you're out of your mind. I'm sorry, but you are defining insanity because you are doing the same thing and expecting a different result. The results are clear in California. The Marxist has a mandate now. 67% of Californians think a guy who stripped and attacked the constitutional rights of 30 million Americans is doing a fabulous job and deserves to stay in office? You've got to see reality, ladies and gentlemen. You Californians who are patriots, remember, 40 cents out of every dollar that you send to Sacramento is going to the re-education camps we call schools in California to churn out next generations of Marxists who will continue to vote for the Gavin Newsoms of the world. Remember that. You're feeding the beast. Support the red states. Support the businesses within the red states. Support the politicians. Support the movements within the red states. This is the model. We're fighting a war. It's a civil war. It's our World War III. And it's being fought real time right now and we are the warriors this edition of the ledger report is on its way to the archives library of congress thank you for listening thank you for watching i'm graham ledger and remember even when i'm wrong i am right Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Attention, have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048.